All right, guys. Welcome back to a hundred books a year with Kevin. Today,、um, I want to talk about more on the real world application for narcissism, right? Like, how do we perceive it in a relationship? How do we perceive it in a leadership perspective? And then,、um, kind of go a little bit more closer to everybody's real life in that regard, right? So. Let's start with narcissism in relationships.、Um, it's actually a common experience where,、um, you know, in a relationship, but narcissistic people really have really good first dates or a few several dates. So in general, right in dating,、um, humans always look for confidence, right? Look for that outgoing personality that could be a primal. Or most of the characteristic for a, let's say, grandiose,、um, not a, not a, not a specific person, right? So the person that's really bold, that's really don't care what you say, that really have that kind of a, you know,、um, sociable, like bold, like executive kind of a vibe, right? So most people are looking for that, and that is actually the、uh, characteristics for. The grandiose narcissistic personality trait, right? So, does narcissism really benefit from a relationship? It does, but under certain、uh, criteria, right? So, first of all, someone who can boost self-esteem through high status, physical attraction, or money, right? So, think、uh, think about it as like like the trophy wife situation, like collecting different things, right? High status. Or it can benefit in a relationship where it inflates one's ego, right? I was like, yeah, I'm uh I'm a hangout with the I don't know the most beautiful guy or the or the most sorry the most beautiful girl or the most handsome guy, uh in the area. Then you know that means I'm something, right? Um. Or we can say that the narcissistic person wants some kind of a commitment, right? So it's not really a connection problem, like you know, like they don't want to connect with you, but they want to have some kind of a commitment, saying that hey, how dare you? I break up with me, like you're you're not supposed to do that. Like I'm great, kind of a kind of a situation, right? Next is that the narcissistic person wants to be loved, but not to be, um,、uh, kind of not interested in loving back, right, or provide emotional support. Uh, we can see this um, through um, through uh, uh, the presidential debate. I re- I remember this.、Uh, so the, after the first presidential debate between、uh, Biden and Trump, right, like towards the end of it, like you know,、uh, Joe Biden's wife come on the stage and hug him, and then、uh, and then Trump and then the first lady Mel- Melania, right, like they just you know touch your arms and then that was it, right. So. <laughs> So,、uh, I guess those two are the just two narcissistic person in a relationship. I guess.、Um, okay, next.、Uh, if one person is a narcissistic, and then the other person is a narcissistic also, so they're usually are having a relationship where is shallow, is materialistic, is attention seeking, and together they might work well and be more effective, but only when. Both partners are narcissists, right? Are 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 
are the person that's that has a a lot of narcissistic tendencies. And what's actually interesting is in in two thousand two, um, they've actually done an experiment where they ask people to graph their relationship over time. Like you know, I I I think probably um. You know, time. Right, maybe on a yearly basis, and then they kind of like grab their excitement or their emotional uh, feedback, like on the y-axis, and just go like up and down, up and down. Uh, in narcissistic relationship, meaning both partners are narcissists, um, they usually have a really, really rush, like re- like that goes really high for satisfaction, but towards the end, it just collapse. Right, it just goes way down. Well, in a non-narcissistic relationship, the initial rush does not exist, but the kind of like the satisfaction they grow over time, right? And there's no crash inside. So that just gives you guys a little bit of uh, information on relationships and uh, how does narcissistic tendencies fit into relationships. Okay. Next, I want to talk about is leadership, right? So leadership is a goal for most narcissistic persons, right? Peoples. Um, because a narcissist, they usually seek status, seek power, seek attention, seek wealth, and seek sex. So we, we usually see a lot of narcissistic person in a emergence leadership pattern, meaning that they just ascend to power, they ascend to be a leader, and narcissists are in it for their own ego, right? And that's what we talk about is most likely the grandiose narcissistic person. So it wants to get that status boost, right? So they want to get that recognition. Well, in the meantime, vulnerable narcissistic person, um, are actually very, very bad at leadership, are actually very, very bad at uh, particularly negative leadership, right? So when we, th- are, when we are thinking about this, um, the granules, narcissistic leaders, they tend to have, uh, you know, a good public persuasiveness, right? So like persuasiveness. So what that means is, um, they're probably easier to get their point across because they're so charismatic, they're so upbeat, right? They probably will be good at crisis management, but that's like 50-50. And they're more prone to cheating, to abuse of power, because they think that they can get away with everything, right? So the key here is that a narcissistic person is just not a good leader. Um, even though that uh, the the grandiose kind, right, like the very very bold and up and upfront kind, might look like a good leader, might be seen as decisive. I think Trump is a good example in this case. He might be seen as excisive or decisive in most people's eyes, but I I don't think he's a great leader for the last three and a half four years. Right, so and. Like a few examples within the presidential history is that, you know, Nixon is an example, right? Highly narcissistic and then uh, had his uh, scandals. Uh, Trump is one that we just talk about. Uh, Bill Clinton, I do believe, is is another one. And George W. Bush is another one as well. So 
in a sense that narcissistic behaviors are might seem okay, but in the sense of leadership, it's not really ideal, right? So that's why I kind of want to spend some time today just to talk about the difference between the two, right? In everyday life and in leadership, maybe one is your personal life, right? Your relationship, and the other one is your work life. And the general sense that I'm getting is that we should avoid being or let narcissistic tendencies people into a leadership perspective or into a leadership position. And we should be really mindful of looking out for the narcissistic traits that we talked about yesterday, right? We have nine different diagnoses for, for, uh, you know, uh, NPD, right? Narcissistic personality disorder. Uh, we should on the lookout for that in the relationship as well. So, um, yeah, so it's very interesting to have those perspectives. So, um, anyway, tomorrow I think we're gonna wrap up on this conversation, uh, and then uh, we go from there. So, if you like the podcast, give us five stars, subscribe, share with your friends, and we'll talk to you guys tomorrow. Bye.